Welcome back to 1010's Podcast. My name is, of course, Michael Beck with Adam Nielsen. And guess what? It's fucking Rob Sponsibility's birthday. Yay! Woo! Happy birthday. Don't, don't no. do that. No, 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 no. We agreed we were not going to do that. Nobody wants to hear you sing that. No. They're right. Nobody including, wants to. Including it's me. true. I don't even want to hear me sing that. No. How old are you, Mr. Responsibilities? I went around work telling everybody I was 24. Just to, just <laughs> How'd to, that work? Just, just to, to piss people just off. Just to piss some people off? <laughs> Walk up to everybody that's like ready to retire. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, you fucking asshole. No, I'm 28. 28. Am I still the young one? No, you're the young one. Like, I'm the. I just turned 27, so I'm the young one. The youngin. The youngin. The ute, as they say. I realized a few weeks ago that my birthday this year falls on Grid Life Midwest Festival weekend. Man, you just opened a can of worms. That's awesome. And I turned 30. Oh shit! It's like big 3-0 at Midwest. It's gonna be a rough weekend. It's it, gonna be awesome. I already let Jabay know that, so whatever. Cats Hell yeah. out of the bag. Tell Jabay to bring some tequila. Yes. Not a chance. Dude, we got to relive no, the tequila no, we're experience. we're not reliving the tequila Nine experience. years later. <laughs> <laughs> you only turned 30 once at Grid Life, <laughs> for sure. Just no. get wasted on tequila. Everybody else is wasted. Good for them. Come on. No. All right. We got, what, six months to work on them, Robbie? Not quite, but yeah, we can do it. We can, we can warm them up. No. <laughs> I appreciate you being strong. Yeah. I don't give in to peer pressure for that sort of thing. No. That's a foolish thing to do. I went to college with Don. I'm clearly capable of Restraint. uh, restraining myself. I respect that. <laughs> Robbie, what have you been doing? I put the LS into my 240. Just like that? It started? You ready to go? No, it's not that. Oh, okay. But like I did with the SR20, I just took a Saturday to myself and put it in. So I took the LS1. Took the oil pan off. I used the uh, Canton Racing, basically the 240 swap pan. So I turned it into a front sump. Put that on. Put the Siki motor mounts on and the transmission mount. And then just dropped it in. Just like that. Yeah, it, I bet it took half the time it took me for the SR20. I don't know if it's just because I did had such a shitty time with the SR20 the first time around that this one just went so much better because I knew everything I did wrong the first time. Is the SR20 wider with the turbo on it? And all that bullshit. I'll, I'll bet the footprint's about the same. Think so? Yeah, it was, Isn't that it's sad. A two it liter is sad. motor. <laughs> two liter motor. I, I had them sitting next to each other. I'm like, with the turbo and the intake, this is basically it's just as wide. Size. Not too much longer with the LS1, and the transmission is almost identical. The, the LS1 is wider, like bigger. Yeah. But it's overall. Overall, this almost the same size. I can't, have you seen an LS next to a Coyote? Coyotes out of control. Huge, Coyotes man. are huge. I see why people don't swap them because they're taller. The V's longer. Like the ends of the V is longer because of the overhead cams. Yep. Dual it's overhead cams. Fucking wide, it's man. It's a huge engine. Yeah. Somebody, isn't it, it's four cam, right? That's dual overhead, isn't it? I think is that so. four? I, I want to say it might yes. be four. I think it's dual overhead cam 32 valve. It's definitely 32 valve for sure. It is That's very crazy. clear that this is an LS podcast. Somebody we don't have a clue. Somebody posted a picture. David's of, gonna correct us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's okay. Somebody posted a picture of yeah, like a Coyote engine. And he's like, "How come no one's swapping this into the S13s?" And like a hundred comments are just people saying, "You're a moron. It won't fit. <laughs> Do some measurements. It'll <laughs> never even come close. There's no way it would fit between your shock towers. Absolutely not. It won't not. fit between my shock towers. No, there's not a chance. Not with that attitude. I have a hammer. 
Yeah. Okay. You want to try a coyote swap instead, Robbie? You That'll want, be next year. No, want to start over? That'll be next year. Actually, if it, if it won't start, maybe we could suggest a coyote swap. <laughs> next year. I right, highly, exactly. exactly. If it gets through the whole season of not being able to start the LS, we could do a coyote No, I'll just light a fire. If Robbie goes something else. two years on two different motor swaps and neither one runs, I might be done with cars. He might kill somebody. <laughs> Robbie's taking up knitting. Yep, I'll take up something where it's underwater basket. Weaving. Yep, something golf. You can start golfing. There you go. That's golf about course. as. That's There's a, a golf course right there. It's, it's, yeah, across the street. Shut Michael. up, Michael. I could go shut across up. the street to your golf course. It's nearly as expensive as racing cars. Golf. <laughs> it could be. Yes, it could be. Well, you need golf clubs. It seems like a lot less disappointment. Oh, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> I tried golf one time. I was so pissed. Have you yeah, never golfed dis- before? Yeah, I've golfed. It's terrible. Does mini golf count? Maybe I'll pick up fishing again. No, it's not nearly as terrible as real golf. Someone should is mini competitive mini golfing. Is that a thing? Oh, okay. If there's competitive is there video a mini gaming, golf, there has to be mini golf league. I'd like be a all legit, about that. like a pro league. I'd be why in. Isn't, why isn't that on the Ocho at three o'clock in the morning? Why? Why is it? Why don't local mini golf places have leagues? League night? Oh, they should. That's awesome. Could do bowling. I would. Totally There's league. bowling league. How's that any different than bowling? I would totally league night mini golf. All right, next next summer, 1010's podcast Is mini golf <laughs> league. <laughs> now we're going to get actual messages, though, like, that's not a terrible idea. Yeah, we should do that. But anyways, <laughs> so I, I started in the morning, and I didn't really work all that hard. I had the oil pan on before lunch. Actually, no, I edited the podcast, then I put the oil pan on, then I had lunch. Then I put started putting the engine in, realized I had, couldn't have the radiator in, although I had already mounted everything and had the fans all mounted nice where I wanted them. <laughs> so I'm looking at it going, well, fuck. And I cut the wires and just pulled it out because, you know, the engine's hanging in the air. I'm not going to waste time. So then just, yeah, dropped it in. The only thing I had issues with was that my bell housing cover caught on my steering rack, and I didn't really notice it until I just kind of gave it a good shove and bent the piss out of it. So now it's all dented back in place because I hammered it back straight. What was bent? The uh, cover. Oh, the cover just, for just the, the yeah. steering rack. No, the cover for the bell housing. Oh. So like it covers the flywheel on the bottom. Cause oh, the, cause the, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm following you now. Because the tray for the from the OEM LS1 goes all the way down to the bell housing. Yep. Well, this one's flat all the way across. The Canton one is, I mean. So now it leaves a big gaping hole where the flywheel is. So you just need to cover it. So that's, that got bent, so I hammered it back in place. Not a big deal. And then, I, yeah, I'd say I need to get longer bolts, so I got those and just put everything in. And the only thing that didn't line up was one of my engine mounts. So then I just finagled the hoist and lifted it in a couple different directions and and basically fell right in. And I was done by 4 o'clock. So is there a transmission on there? Yeah. It, it's you, tranny and motor. You put it all in at once. Yeah. Damn. It's way easier that way. I'm not gonna. Oh no! I that's what I was. I like, have tried putting a transmission. If you, were, if you said no, I was gonna be like, so you're gonna pull that motor back out and put a transmission out, and then put them both back in, right? After having taken the transmission out of the 240 twice, I will take the engine and transmission out together before I will ever take the transmission I out. I think by it's itself. easier. It's a lot. Less On a lot of vehicles. Yes. So because getting that spline to line up is a yeah, especially with the clutch. Or if you, oh my god, if you don't have a hoist. <laughs> like I did. You got to bench press it in. A, yep. a transmission jack? No. Just a regular jack and muscles. Yeah, right. I, I a transmission jack would be a lot easier is Me, what you're saying. Me, Robbie, and my girlfriend who was losing her mind. Because she's bored. 
No, she thought she, we were going to drop the transmission on our heads and yeah, kill ourselves. She was very nervous. Well, you probably, I mean, she has a point. slight head trauma. I don't know about kill, but yeah. let's relax here. Hospital. It wasn't that big of a transmission. Right, right. No. Yeah, so I did that once with Adam, and then another time when I pulled it out, I can't remember what the situations were for each one of them, I pulled it out again, and then my other friend helped me put it back in. Both nightmares. I'll never do that again. Yeah, it's easier. It's sad, but it's easier to pull a motor out in most cases. Yep. So then, yeah, so the engine's in. Looks really good. Everything lines up really nice. Arguably nicer than the SR20 did, <laughs> which doesn't make any freaking sense. It's, anno- it's really annoying, isn't it? Are you just annoyed with... Yes. Why, okay. why, why, do I, why would I do an SR20 swap? I remember, I remember looking at Michael's RX-7 and thinking, they did this on... They, Mazda designed this this way, didn't they? This was on purpose. They planned for this. The the Firebird Camaro transmission is perfect. <laughs> like you look at it, you're like it's got to be off like half an inch, right? Where 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 the uh, shifter comes through the tunnel, it's bang on in the middle. <laughs> the, you're like, the, what the fuck? How's that possible? The T fifty six and the two forty is like an inch too far forward, so they make shifters that are an inch bring it back. back. I saw it because that. Uh, Carlos Lagos or Lago or Carlo Lagos or whatever his name is. Carlos Lago. Carlos Lagos. Carlos Lego. He, uh, (laughs) when he had his 240, the Motor Trend 240, I think they just cut the, they just, people do that, right? Yeah, but if if you don't have a radio, it works really well. But I have like my gauges and all that stuff there. Oh, I gotcha. I don't really want to be punching that. Yep, I'm with you. So So you just move it back. Is it the CTSV arrangement or GTO shifter? uh, The GTO would work. Like, but and they, but it's a company that makes one that's like sixty dollars cheaper that everyone goes to. Like the it's just it's the a two forty swap exactly. Oh, okay, it's it's the I guess it's not just a two forty swap, but it's like an LS swap shifter that moves it one inch in any direction depending on how you rotate it. Oh, cool! So this one it drops it exactly where it needs to be. That's, that's pretty neat. That's what the Speed Academy guys used, and it was like two hundred dollars, whereas the BNM one was like two seventy. And then so you already have that? No, I haven't ordered that yet. Oh, okay. After I sell all these other parts I replaced, then I'll buy it. Right, right. It's like next week. And then, uh, so then I needed to get my drive shaft lined up. So I'm looking at it and I got my measurements. So I take it over to an actual exchange here in town and I bring it to him and say, all right, this was for an SR20 in a, into a Nissan 240SX. I need to make this side of it LS1 now. And he goes, okay, I need your measurement. And I'm like, okay, it's 42 and a half inches from the differential to the one inch out from the shaft on the transmission. We measure my tra- my uh, uh, drive shaft, and he goes, "You're at 42 and five eighths, so I'll just change your yoke." <laughs> All right, perfect. Thank you. So uh, afterwards, so you're telling me a 240 SR20 drive shaft works with an LS1 T56. All you have to do is change the yoke. If you have a one piece drive shaft, all you have to do is change the yoke. Fifty dollars. Same, like within an eighth of an inch. Again, it's ridiculous. Same thing. RX-7, LS1, or LT1 swap with the T56, a C4 automatic Corvette drive shaft works. And it's aluminum. Yeah. It just works. You didn't even have to change yoke, did you? No. That, well, it depends on which year you got, I think, and we got the wrong year. So I ordered. I just ordered a yoke. But how out of control would week. that be? Yeah. You go. You don't even change yokes. Just go pull it off a car and put it in yours. <laughs> Put it's it a bizarre your, thing. In your yeah. Japanese car with your American transmission, it just works. Yeah. Because I, 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 I did the math in my head, like based on measurements online. I'm like, I'll probably have to take about an inch out of my drive shaft. It's like $125 later, I'll have my drive shaft. So I brought it to him and said, I, you know, I think I have to take about an inch out. 
and we measured it. He goes, I think you're about perfect. So, so is it I'm in? I'm not going to cut it up. It's not, like, I, I put it in there and, and got checked it aligned it. and double checked everything, and I don't have the bolts in it, but yeah, it's in there. Just like that. Man, so all you've got left is some wiring and some tightening up. And, like, master cylinder, I need to get. Oh, headers aren't on there, are he- they? I got the headers. I started wrapping them yesterday. I suck at wrapping headers, so it's going to take a while. I got three of the pipes wrapped, and now I have to do the the connector all the way up and then make it seamless. I use titanium wrap, and it's a lot more forgiving than fiberglass. But when you cut it about half, when you cut it half a coil too short, and you have to kind of compensate it towards the end and start rolling, rolling it, down. it up and down, and you do it like three or four times, and then you just throw shit on the floor, and then you go upstairs and have a temper tantrum, and then you go back down, and you try it again, and then you realize you made it worse, and I got yeah. It took me like four hours yesterday to get nowhere. I know some people who ceramic coat. These are ceramic coated, but it was like cream colored and they look like shit. Oh yeah, okay, that's fair. So high temp paint will just turn into a smoke show. So don't do that. Yeah, no, I really like the look of titanium wrap. So that's kind of a win-win. I don't know this titanium wrap you speak of. I have some. Does it discolor like titanium? I don't think it discolors like that. It might change color a little bit. A little bit. It's definitely better okay. than fiberglass. Yeah. And you don't have to get it all wet like you do with fiberglass. You just take it out of your wrap and then you, or take it out of its wrapping and then you measure it and wrap it around your headers and did, did get that, real tight. Did Sounds that easy. What's the problem? I don't. It, yeah, in theory, it's really easy. <laughs> did that stuff come with those metal zip ties? They're awful. I'm throwing them all away. Oh, you're not using those? No. What are you using? Hose, cl- hose clamps. Oh, yeah. okay. Hose Screw that. Life. Wasn't uh, it your right- header that. The wrap fell off of the old one. Uh huh. Almost wrapped around my drive shaft. Almost, yeah, almost wrapped around his drive shaft. Yeah. No, it, it, I will get hose clamps tomorrow. Right now, it's being held in place with the metal straps or the pull ties. Yeah, but they're going to come off. I bet that's one of those deals where someone makes really nice ones, but they don't come with that kit. Oh God, no! I was you gonna know? say I've never gotten them with the kit. They're terrible. You can buy them at O'Reilly's. They're they're good. Those have seemed okay. They're good to hold it in place long enough to get a hose clamp on it. That's the all. I had them all on longer. I'll keep it on the '79 Camaro. I would trust a hose clamp long term a lot more. And after Robbie's, you know, nearly painful experience with it, I I feel like a hose clamp on a track car is the right way to do it. Yep. And then I have to take off my steering shaft off the because it goes in the middle of the driver's side through the header, header through the header. So I got to take that out. And I haven't even tried. I just know that it's been on there for 25 years, so it's not going to come off very easy. <laughs> so I've been w- I've been spraying it with WD-40 every day that I've been home. So like for the last couple of days, I just go in and spray it. I'm like, I'll get to you eventually. And I go and spray it every day. I recommend PB Blaster over WD-40 I might for that. If that doesn't do it. Or I'll as my, my dad likes to call it, Panther Piss. Panther Piss. Yeah. <laughs> I've used that plenty of times. I just didn't have any on hand. But yeah, I'll get that if this doesn't work. Just get my BFH out and knock it out. Fuck yeah. And then, I thought I had something else. I'm drawing a blank right now. Anyways, what have you done, Michael? Wiring. More wiring. Ugh. I did some more wiring. I took, um, so on the LT1 computer, do you have an LS1 computer? That's what you have, right? Yeah. LS1 computer. On the LT1 computer, it's looking for a code from the key. Oh, I have that too. To start. Have you figured out how you're going to deal with that? Yeah, the tuner is going to take it out. He's going to take it out of your, Okay. On the LT one, they make a somebody makes a a little um, I don't even know what it is. It's a little, just a little chip, and it'll send that signal to the ECU, and you can wire it in. Oh, so right. I'm doing that. 
<coughs> maybe I don't know if that was the right way to do it, but it should always send that signal to the ECU now. So that's sorted out. Um, what else? Uh, oil cooler, because the Caprice had an oil cooler on it. And on the oil filter, there's like a, it's like the spin-on piece that goes between the filter and the block. It's got the oil cooler lines, the AN fittings on it. So I figured I don't really see a point of taking it off. No, might as well. So I just put it back on this car. So got that mounted. My S10 has that same setup that came with the turbo <laughs> kit. That works all right. I think, I don't know. I can't see a reason why it would be Do you be have a bad that on thing. there with the oil filter in the car? Yeah. Can you spin the oil filter off? Yeah. Without it, you know, contacting a cross member or something. Yeah. Mine's dangerously close to that. Oh. I think if you brought the wrong oil filter, it wouldn't come off. Hmm. That would suck. But it goes by, the exhaust now goes by there, away out of the turbo and back to where the factory, where it ties in with the factory exhaust. It's right there. So you have to do oil changes on my truck when they're cold. Because you got to stick your hand up in there. Because you got to basically put your hand against the exhaust pipe to twist the oil filter off. So. That's rough. What else did I do? I mounted the fan. Uh, wired the fan with the relays. Nice. Um, Is your signal coming from ECU? To s- yes, to start it. Okay. Yes. I want the route where I have a sensor or switch in my line. Yes. So then when it hits a certain temperature, it'll it just turns come on. on. Yep. Yeah, so, so it's completely th- bypassing the computer. Right. This one, so for some reason, the the on the LT ones, there's two fan signals. There's two... Um, what am I thinking of? Two relay, sw- you know, switch signals. Yep. So there's two relays, so there's supposed to be two fans. So there's two relays, but there's only one fan right now. So I got to decide if I want to mount another fan or just let it open that relay and nothing happens. I don't know. I guess we'll see how much air the one single fan that I have moves. And if it's a problem, then I'll get a second one. Yeah, makes sense. I can't remember for sure why it's staged like that. Why there's like a look because on the Volkswagen, there were two fans. One was small and one was big, and so that kind of made sense because it ran the small one most of the time, especially when the AC compressor was started, and then it ran the big one when it was hot. So it was just temperature controlled. So I don't, but I'm not really sure on the LT one what it was doing. But regardless, the relays are there because I think it wants to see the relay to make the ECU happy, right? Supposedly, I don't know, but so they're in there anyway. So. I'm trying to eliminate things. I'm like trying not to ask too many questions. If somebody's done it and it works, I'm just doing it. Like I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here because no. I don't want to be troubleshooting stuff for years because this is there's a lot of like not custom stuff that's happening, but it's there's a lot of rewiring of things and you have a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, I'm trying to eliminate possibilities, I guess, by if if somebody's done it and they said it works, I'm just doing it. You know, I'll fact check them. Like I'll see if somebody else has done it and it works, but I'm just kind of just gonna keep moving in that direction. So my dad has a dual stage fan set up on his big block Pontiac, I think, if I remember this correctly. And one fan comes on at one temperature, and the second one kicks on at a higher temperature. Makes sense. Yeah, and that's probably what this does, but I haven't looked into it that that far. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I think that's about it. It's just been a lot of wiring. I guess you guys kind of, when you were talking about the oil filter thing, reminded me that when I was looking into what uh, oil filter or oil pan setup to go with and like what my options were, I know Siki makes a really nice one and then Canton makes one obviously that I went, and that's one I went with because it was the only one that had a, uh, like a pressure and sensor outputs 
already on it. Or I guess it's just a temperature output. And then uh, I was kind of doing rough estimates of what, like where I think it would have sat in my car. Cause like I have that Megan sway bar and I also have that bash plate. I'm like, well, you know, I'm in there with the tape measure going, yeah, approximately this tall from where I think it'll be. And well, it's sitting this far back and I'm probably gonna have to throw away that bat or at least get rid of the bash plate. And I was afraid that my Megan sway bar was, wasn't going to sit the same way as the, uh, sicky sway bar does. Cause they made one specifically to go around their oil pan. Mm-hmm. And everyone's saying, you'll, you'll never use a 240SX one unless it's a sicky sway bar. You, like, there's no, there's no way. And I looked at it, I'm like, it looks identical to the bends on the Megan. I'm like, fuck, we'll just try it. If I have to, I'll just pull it out. It could not fit more perfectly. Uh, there's like half an inch, maybe, all the way around the oil pan that's just right next to the sway bar. doesn't touch. And then directly below the oil pan is my bash plate. That's about within a half an inch as well. And then the oil filter... Everyone does the remote filter and they put it up where it's convenient. I was guesstimating where I thought it was going to sit in the engine or in the engine bay. And if you use the just the block that drops it right there next to the bell housing, it sits perfectly between the bell housing and the steering rack. Like you could not get closer in any direction without looking more factory. So you should be fine there too. I yeah, everything's perfect. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It fits better in the 240SX than it does in the Camaro. Oh, for yeah. sure. Because <laughs> you could get to the back set of spark plugs in that, yes. I'll bet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you could probably actually do general maintenance on it now. Yeah, because the, the fourth gen F bodies are like some of the shittiest vehicles to work on that motor if it's in that car. Yes, it is. Like changing the back set of spark plugs is all but impossible. Yeah, the guy that I bought this engine from had to lift his Camaro up towards the ceiling of his garage and drop the engine out the bottom and like take the wheels off yep. the whole nine yards. Sounds terrible. It was much easier putting it in the 240. I'll guarantee it. Which is hilarious because the F body's a bigger car. Much bigger car. Like 600 pounds heavier. Oh, yeah, bigger. for sure. And designed for that V8 from the get go. I don't know why they mounted it so far back. Not strange. Weight distribution, bro. That's a Camaro. Uh, for launching, that's important. Oh yeah, too. yeah. For drag racing, that's <laughs> you want to get, yeah, get that weight back. back. Should have made a rear engine Camaro then. Get all that weight back on that back axle. Apparently, that's not the greatest either, or else drag cars would be that way. I suppose so. I don't know. There must be a reason for that. I don't know why. So, anything else, Robbie? No, I think that's all I got. Uh, it's coming up. I'll try to get it wired and try to get the headers wrapped. Oh, I guess you got to get your wiring harness in, don't you? Yeah, I have it. I still have it in. And then just order the few odds and ends I need to get it done. Word so, up. So are you getting some light at the end of the tunnel, Michael? I have to get that yoke on the drive shaft so I can fill the transmission. And then I got to fill the engine. And then... Are you done with the wiring? What else? Yeah, I think I'm nearly done with the wiring now, finally. Um... Need to get that oil cooler plumbed so I can fill the engine. And then I got to make some AN hoses for the fuel lines. And then I put gas in it. And then I think that's it. I got to maybe I gotta maybe take the uh, rear differential cover off, which will be kind of a trick because it, it's like the Fiat. It comes out the front and all the gears dump out with it. But I got to seal it. It's not sealed up very well. It's leaking. Oh. 
It's not that big a deal, but it's kind of annoying. So, got to do that at some point, too. And fill the diff. And then start it. It's just that easy. Oh. And yeah. it will start on the first try. Fire right Yeah, that, that's how mine's going to go, too. It, just like you at see least his ran, TV. At least his ran recently with, with the his, same computer. It ran this ran somewhat recently, too. Yeah, you pulled but, it out of a running driving car, didn't you? Kind of, yeah. It ran on six cylinders when I pulled it out. Oh, I didn't realize that. It kind of ran. And the transmission was questionable. I assume your dad's done his due diligence, you know, <laughs> compression check and all that, right? Well, top end's like been top end's been rebuilt. Oh, that's well, right. the bottom end's been rebuilt too, but we rebuilt the top end. That's for, right. I forgot about you put your own heads and whatnot on there. So, yeah, again, changing shit. I know it doesn't seem like that big a deal. Until you try to start it. Until you try to start it. Yeah. Especially when you bought it all on Craigslist. That's always my biggest fear. So we'll see. I just wanted to start. just wanted to make firing noises. And then it'll be fine. And then I was talking oh, to my buddy yeah. whose uncle, I guess he doesn't own it anymore, but he used to own a shop here in town. And it's like a repair shop. They do exhaust. I'm like, hey, you know, I have this and I need it to match up with this. Could you make a Y pipe? He goes, oh, yeah, it'll cost you almost nothing. Just bring it in. Who's this guy? A guy from my, that I work with. Will you make me a Y pipe? Because that's my biggest issue right now. Uh, yeah, it sounds like Sweet. it sounds like it's not an issue at Should all. We plug him. I don't. We'll plug him when it's done. How about yeah. that? Because that would be awesome. Because literally, I've been looking at that. It's not at the top of my list, but I'm looking at it like I don't think people are going to be super thrilled if I run this open header. So I got to figure out how to wire this together. Hate me. You don't yeah. need a you don't need a Y pipe for zoomies. There's no no. It's too late. <laughs> Zoomy thing is done. We're not doing that. Damn it! I even found a picture of an FC with a V8 and zoomies on it. Make Robbie do it. No, I got a wide body. Or I got a I got a body kit. I'm not gonna do that. I suppose he could cut a hole in the body kit. And it, no, we're not, we're cutting that already. Remember? No, the side skirts are staying on. We already. Well, yeah, but we we're cutting other parts. So what's the big deal? We we're, just we're cutting one bumper off. That's it. Just the one. Yeah. You got the front bumper off right now, and it looks front bumper awesome. is never molded. That's right, because I got the I got the drift armor. Yeah, you should front. just never it put good. it back on. I like how it looks. It looks really good. I really like that blue. It's the rice for me. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It looks really good. When I saw it, I was like, I don't know that any of us need to run bumpers, do we? What's bumper the, covers. What's the law? Do we need bumper covers? I don't think you need bumper covers. Are your turn signals in the bumper covers? No, they're in the lights, right? I I re I rewired them to go into the side lights. Oh, you're fine then. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, legally, you don't need them. Really. You're putting a big target on your back. You'll probably get pulled over. No, the car less. itself is a big target. I can't believe I've never gotten a ticket in it. Knock on wood here. I don't That's I don't have wood, a back right? bumper on the Omni. Well, you got that thing, like the... What, it's a pan. I thought you had something back there. Oh, yeah. I took it off. Oh, did you? Yeah. I was like, this is surely heavy, you know? This is this is a, this is the crash structure. This is surely heavy. It's like nope. 12 pounds. Maybe. And I didn't need to lose weight on the back of that car, but <laughs> I, I like it better without it, so screw it. Is that all? Yes. Let's do our topic. All right. What's speaking, our topic this speaking week? Speaking of Craigslist. What's our topic? So we uh, we thought you guys seemed to enjoy our last Craigslist challenge, so I came up with another one this time. Uh, put a little uh, twist on Michael's attempt at it. So this time we're doing V6s instead of V8s, but instead of sedans and coupes, I went front-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive v- v- uh, six-cylinder powered vehicles. It doesn't necessarily have to be V6. It can be inline-six or V6 because I think Robbie probably picked something with a 2J in it. I actually did not. Damn it. I did look. I considered it. But uh, I'm going to be honest. This was a lot harder to find anything interesting and good than 
the V8 challenge was. I went straight to the bay. I didn't even try to mess around on Craigslist. I refuse to look on Craigslist anywhere near here. You know what I was really hoping for and wasn't able to find? It was like some early 90s EK hatch with a J-series six-cylinder swapped into it. <laughs> no idea what the, you just said. The So the... Remember at Boost and Boobs, there was that Civic hatch with, with the, engine with that the didn't V6 fit in it, in it that, and you have to cut out the top of the hood to get it to close? Yeah. That's a J-Series out of like an Acura TL. Oh, yeah, okay. And I want. Which, I was I was like, that's what I want, but okay. I wasn't able to yeah. find one. Anybody pick a TL? No. Anybody I find a TL? I even, did. even look. I did really? find a TL. Because they're getting surprisingly cheap, and then and it I made me think about maybe I need a TL. Almost picked one. <laughs> I found one that was in really nice shape, pearl white, which you know I've got this yeah. weak spot for white pearl paint, and I was like, I like that. I found one with not that many miles. Plus, for an accurate, not that many miles is like 180. So Josh Jones had a TL when I met him. Really nice car. Uh, yeah. kind of think maybe I want one. You so get, anyway, you can get the S with a six speed. I was thinking daily. I, I don't even know if I want a six speed. Exactly. I'm like slightly anti-manual transmission all of a sudden. Like I don't care. Like let's just get over it and move on with our lives. See, I I, I need a manual in my race car. Right. Exactly. My daily. Absolutely not. Right. Ninety percent of my cars could be automatic, and I think I'd be okay. Yes. Putting welcome, it out well, there. Welcome to the dark side. I kind of I don't know about CVT yet, but I'm just saying. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you, no, you don't want that crap. Okay. Who's gonna start us off? You pick, Robbie. You're in control. What do you want to start? It's with, my birthday. Robbie? I want to go last. Okay, you want to do front wheel drive first, then? Yes. Let's do the le- least interesting ones first. Whoa! <laughs> I actually I don't agree with that based on my choices. You can do me first, Robbie. However you want to take that, it's fine. It is his birthday. It is your birthday. That's my birthday gift to you. Oh yes. How glorious is this? Tell, tell us about this car. It's a 2006 Hyundai. That's how you say it, by the way. Hyundai. Tiburon. Uh, it is, uh, I suppose they were all V6, I'm pretty sure. 2.7? Yeah, 2.7 liter V6 with a six-speed. Wow, 59,000 miles. 59,000 miles. What, what, was really the price mileage. What, was, what was the price on that? 4,000. 4,000. 3,950 for this. Uh, clean title, two, I think. Um, I couldn't believe how cheap this is. There's a good... It's got to be something wrong I with feel it. like there's no market for that car, and that's why it's so cheap. Maybe well, I should I have one of those then, because it's only four grand, and it's got less miles on it than the Veloster did when I sold it. <laughs> I like the burnt orange color. It's burnt orange. Uh, it's yeah. a good color. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite colors. It's a great color. I need to own a car that's that color in my I, life. It's got point. stupid wheels on it, but that's all right. Those are, yeah. yeah, those are cheap. Cheap pricer wheels. wheels. Those have got to go. Let's see some interior shots. Is it nice? I think it's, it's leather. It's got to be. With 59,000 miles, it better be nice. Sorry, there's like a million Holy pictures. That's all right. This guy's were, on top of it. They were pretty serious about this You don't deal. not buy this car because of a lack of pictures. Sunroof? Sure. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's te- leather. Is but that okay. technically leather? No. Yeah. It's got the cloth with the leather. Yeah, it's kind of leather. It's kind of it's a pleathery thing. I know that uh, that transmission or clutch is not known for its reliability or awesomeness. Is that true? As far as I know. Okay. My, my buddy had one of these in, in high oh, school. Okay. And he burned up two clutches in... Like two months, really? Like he, it was a brand, I and mean, he's not a shitty driver either. Or he, and he didn't really beat the piss out of it. It was just like he drove it, broke a clutch, brought it in. They fix it. He drove it for a while and just shelled out that clutch. Okay, so that might be something to look into. Yep. Uh, apparently, Edward Scissorhands drove this car. I don't know what happened to the steering <laughs> yeah, wheel. What to it? It's Do you all see the steering wheel? Up. Yeah. What the fuck's going on there? Holy so you need a cover God. on the steering wheel, which I hate, or just repl- which means it's going to get replaced. Replace it with the airbags. Rate. Be damned. 
Yeah, you'll, I mean, you the, get your a, car will you, kill you, but you could no, you could get a factory. You could probably get a factory. Maybe you go for less, like t- Tiburon wheel, like sixty I bucks, maybe. Yeah, or take yeah, pull go to a pull place with a decent one, maybe. If that's yeah, I suppose. Or maybe these are all shit and they all fall apart. That uh, might be. How does that a, might be a common problem in sixty six thousand miles? How does a wheel get that bad? That's why I said maybe it's like one of those women that has really long a fingernails th- or, just a th- like or like a bunch of rings on and it's just. <laughs> I don't I know. I like the Edward Scissorhands better. It's probably it's Edward Scissorhands. Definitely Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands makes more sense. Uh, it's got an aftermarket radio, which I'm not thrilled about, but uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, you probably need that to have an auxiliary input, so I'm okay with it. I feel like that's a lot of car for four grand. That's a great first car. That's a that's wonderful a, first car. That's like a great, I would like to have that now, so I don't have to get 14 miles of the gallon car. Are you starting to double think your your Trailblazer SS decisions? Fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just worried about putting miles on it. Now I'm just like, I don't want to daily drive this anymore. Because this might be worth something someday. Well, this one is uh, only worth four thousand now, and you can get it with sixty thousand miles. Um, yeah, I like it. I chose it because I was seriously interested in it. It's Where very... is this car located? I, I don't. I don't know. I can't find it. Oh my god! Oh Adam. no! Ah, drop water fell off the table. Stuff. I actually wish I could reach that. I don't know. What's a 718 area code? Scratchy throat today. New York. It's yeah. a long ways away. That is a long ways away. But that's, well. that's my contribution to front-wheel drive. <laughs> I like it. I, it's a fun one. I knew Michael would hate front-wheel drive, but I didn't care. I don't hate that car. I remember in high school I wanted one of those. I, I did too in high school. But that was my racer phase. He still hasn't grown out of it. It looks good. Yeah, it's a good-looking car. I always thought they were pretty good looking cars. They'd be really cool if they would have made them rear wheel drive. For sure. Actually yeah, done something definitely. with them. Like these could have been what the, they wanted the Genesis to be. If they would have tried. It makes me wonder where the Genesis would be now if that would have started out that way. Oh, it's dead been, now, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, like not I mean, even if the Genesis was the exact same car it is, would it have been better sales if that would have started out as a rear wheel drive car? So they could Maybe. have built they could have built something off of that and then this is the new and improved. Yeah, I bet they would have. Would have been a little better. I always thought the silver, I think it's like the Tsunami Edition or something weird. That always, sounds terrible. What's that? I always thought that was a good looking, like the best looking version of these. I, I don't know if this. Why would you name a car after like a? I don't know if it's actually a wave that tsunami. kills people. Yeah, this is the Honda CRV Earthquake Edition. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense at all. Unless it has really loud stereo, then then we're good with earthquake. This edition. is the Toyota IQ Ebola. <laughs> wow, that's rough. it. Just doesn't make any sense. That's Tsunamis rough. kill people. I don't get it. Yeah, it was. It was called the tsunami, tsunami. Tim- uh, pellicula, or whatever they called it. Is that right? I thought they. I may I'm wrong. Yeah, because isn't Tiburon like an ocean? Is it? I don't. Know. I don't know. But that's wrong. not what it was called in other markets. I can't think of what it was called in other markets, but it was something else. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's not important. What's Adam got for his car? My front-wheel drive car. A Taurus show. First-gen Taurus show. I think maybe I... No, I didn't uh, see this one. This is a $1,000 So, of if you show. look at this car... <laughs> it's $1,000. Where's the rest of your budget going? Uh, so, if you look at this car, like... If you get a side picture of it, he didn't even wash it before he took pictures of oh, it. Oh, it's so dirty. It's so dirty. It's I feel like I could buy this car... 
spend like literally 30 minutes cleaning it, and, and then turn around and sell it for 2500 bucks, no problem. It's got 190,000 miles on it. No pictures of the engine, no pictures of the interior. It's red, no so it has, it has no engine and no interior. Um, <laughs> it is a five-speed. Yeah, they're all five-speeds. They got that crazy little Yamaha V6 in them. They just scream. I love uh, that What's car. that say at the bottom? Needs TLC, but couldn't be... What's that say, Robbie? Could be unique beauty. To the right person. Well, beauty. To I don't know about that. It. Might be. Well, I'm restore is kind of reaching. The beholder, but I'm not so sure. I would call the Taurus show a beautiful. Kind of reaching on restoring at this point, I think. But uh, rear solid disc brakes. Why does it say that? I don't know what he meant by that. Rear solid. This guy disc clearly brakes. is not a car guy. As opposed to, well, you could have two piece disc brakes, I guess. I, I suppose. Maybe he is. Or, or maybe they're saying they're, you know, they're rock solid. They're right. good. Or maybe maybe they're they're not drilled and slotted. Well, so if the back brakes are solid, in his opinion, what's going on with the front brakes? <laughs> yeah, why why are the backs so good that you think you need to tell us about right. it? Or what's so wrong? If with If I front step brakes? on the brakes in this car, <laughs> will it try to spin around? It's a around thousand dollar car. What do you expect? That falls under TLC. Falls under Death Machine. I think I'm maybe it's it, a Death Machine with no engine in it. I just feel like I could wash it. You just like run it through a car wash, take some new pictures of it, and turn around and sell it for twice as much as I invested in it. No. That exhaust is rusted all the way through, so it's going to be loud as balls. It's going to sound like a Grand Am. People are into that, though. No. No, it's that Grand Am, that's that, that, v, that Pontiac V6. No, no exhaust these are like noise. really high-revving V6s. They, they actually sound really cool. Yeah, your definition of cool and I. Nah, these are really good. I love <laughs> these things. There's a huge cult following behind these cars. I don't even want to hear it. I, cult following means three people like them and they contribute on a forum no, about them for the past 30 years. Huge cult following means five people. Huge, huge is five. Okay. Cult following three. Huge cult following <laughs> five. Maybe six. Okay, I'll take your word for that one. <laughs> I still think a thousand's over overpriced. <laughs> you think thousands too much, Robbie? Yeah, you had a five thousand dollar budget, and you're like, I'll pick the shittiest thousand dollar car I can a, find. I'm honest, I'm gonna be honest. I was having a, I was struggling really bad to. I was like, man, I almost want to tell you guys, let's not do this. When one. I when you said front wheel drive V6, I was like, wait a second, let me think about that for just a minute. What's a front wheel drive V6? VR6, which I didn't pick. Yep, stayed away from the VR6. Actually, Acuras. So I thought about Acura. I couldn't figure out a good way to share it to you guys, or else I would have chose this. But I'm on a, a Facebook group called Front Wheel Drive Racing, and it's a circle track group for front wheel drive cars. And the Omni and the Daytona and stuff like that are pretty popular platforms for that. So every once in a while, you'll get some really weird parts that roll through there. So yeah. that's why I'm on it. So I went to that Facebook group and I searched V6. And I found a lot of sweet ass V6, like roll cage stripped out circle track race cars for like seventeen hundred dollars. I was like, damn, I kind of <laughs> want to do that. So you should have. I would have gave you more credit. But than this I one. wasn't sure how I was going to share that to you because I couldn't get a, a specific link to, you to the post. You I thought about it. screenshotting it or like making I'd... a Google Doc, but it's just too much work. So am I in the lead so far? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. What do you for got? Sure. What do you got, Robert? Let's see yours. Oh dear! A 1992 Mitsubishi Mitsubishi 3000 GT. It's a oh, manual. It is a man. manual. I found a bunch of automatics. I did not find a manual for a, for forty five hundred dollars. It is the six cylinder non turbo front wheel drive version. Ooh, because they do have most of them are all wheel drive. It's uh, actually, I wouldn't say most actually. Well, I guess all of the VR4s and anything worth buying is a front is an all wheel drive. Okay. So, so 40- all the front wheel drives are naturally aspirated. 
So yes. it's, there is not a turbo front. It's forty five hundred dollars. Has a hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. It's a manual. Oh my god, that engine is massively huge. It is. I've huge. always thought that those engines were just ridiculous. I know when Josh was working at Excessive, he said he had to do like turbo changes or something on a couple of these. There's, I'm like, did you want to kill yourself? Because <laughs> yeah, look, how do you get look in at there? that fucking engine? Don and I did a water pump and timing belt on one of these. It was miserable. Did it take you a hundred hours? So. Actually, we went and looked at one of these. We he, Don ended up buying it. We went to look at this thing, and the guy said, the water pump leaks. Yep. And so uh, we're looking at it, and I'm standing on the driver's side looking in the engine bay, and the guy goes, oh, I'll start it up for you, you know? And he goes, and he starts cranking it, and I see the timing belt cutting through the plastic cover as it's sliding off the pulley. No, 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 stop. So I was like, stop, 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 because I was like, I'm, I don't know if this is an interference engine or not, but don't start this car because the water the pulley had failed and was pulling downward the from the belt tension okay and so the belt was sliding off the end of the pulley whoops and so the guy was asking like 3500 bucks for it don talked him down to like 17 we put a water pump and timing belt in it and then don turned around and flipped it for like 36 nice it's got some wheels on it comes with uh JNC rims and tires, and they're worth twelve hundred dollars. Supposedly. Supposedly, I don't agree with that statement. It's got some. Ooh, Robbie, that's right up your street. There, you got some ricer, ricer silicone hoses. Hell red, yeah, in red. red. You have to hoses. get those swapped out to blue. It's got to yeah. be blue. All that red's got to be. blue. Oh shit! It's got vinyl on the windshield. Oh man! Hell yeah, Robbie! He's part oh of a, shit! It's part of a club. This, yeah, this guy's pretty serious about his racing. Clearly, simply plain Arizona. Hashtag. Hashtag for life. It fam. has the air quote leather seats with the cloth <laughs> nice. with the cloth in the middle. Same as the Tiburon. <laughs> Although I think the steering wheel is better condition than the Tiburon. It is in better condition it for is, sure. Yeah. For sure. For being a ninety two, this is in pretty good condition though. I'm gonna for, say for a car that's probably been beat on. I'm gonna say Robbie wins this one over Michael, actually. I like that car better. I've always kind of liked this car. I've always wanted one. A VR four preferably. Yep. I remember somebody in town had a green Dodge Stealth, which is you know very similar, almost the same idea. Same thing. And I always thought that was so cool. I always hated that it was a Dodge. I've always disliked Dodge, right, exactly. except I'm for Viper. You. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And then I, you know, a couple of buddies had these throughout high school and college. And I thought they were kind of cool, but again, you take one shot at that engine bay, you're like, <laughs> I'm not working I'm on not that. Working on no that way. Shit. I'm not going to be an enthusiast of that. I've seen thousand horsepower versions of those too. Oh yeah. I don't know how. Reliable, or, reliable or, or you know, long lasting that is at that point, but but I figured you know for forty five hundred dollars, I bet it'd be okay on an looks like an Arizona day. car based on his pictures there. It's in Phoenix. Yeah, it means it's rust free. It's never seen snow. Yeah, it's it'll good see, stuff. It'll come up here and see snow. I really wish we could buy these cars and race each other and do see all sorts of wins. challenges. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's kind of what I had in mind when I picked this. I'm like, you know, for a front wheel drive V six, it's got about. I think it's got 200 horse. Is it 200? 220. It was not. It was quite peppy, the one that Don had. Yeah, it'd be a fun car. It was a good time. 200 on a pretty semi-lightweight car. It's not slow. I mean, it's not fast, but... Does it come with the other wheels? It says it. Yeah, it comes with both sets of wheels. All right. Well, I'll I'll concede uh, victory on that, I think. If it comes with two sets of wheels... I feel like that's a lot of money, though. It does seem a little steep. The one that Don had was, like, as clean as they get. Yep. And he was not able to get that kind of money for that. 
the market's he, market's he, changed. He said, "Well, that was that was like <laughs> I'll give you that. That was like five six years ago. So maybe they're appreciating." He did say know. he's not in a rush to sell it. So I think you're paying forty five hundred. Yes, for sure for that. I did not fact check on what the going rate of these cars are. This, like, this was like the nicest one I found for less than five grand. But it okay. is not, and the ones I was finding were automatics. So yeah, a lot of automatics, and then a lot of the VR fours. But of course, that yep. doubles too the much price. money. Too much money for sure. Yeah, it's a nice car. I like that. So I thought it was a good looking car. Let's do rear wheel drive, Robbie. You first. Sure. Oh shit! There you go. Oh yes, there it is. 1985 BMW 633 CSI. Uh, it's got gold fake BBSs on it. That's, I can only assume that those are fake. That's actually pretty rad. It's pretty cool. I looked at it. It's a little rough. It's not. But how that, much was it again, Robbie? What was, was it 45 or 38? 38. 3800 bucks. And those things keep going up because I saw one for sale in West Des Moines the other day. Yeah. For like 12 grand or something. I was like, dude, you are out of control. You and Chaz would be best friends. I think it looks cool. It's a little rough. It's got a little bit of rust on it, a couple places, but you could, you could fix it. You it could looks do a okay. lot worse. Yeah. Is that a sunroof delete? No, I think it's just a it's a body color sunroof. No, it's just a metal. Sunroof. Did they do that? It's Is a, that a thing? Roof. It's a yeah. It they just d- pops up. You can't take the whole thing out. Uh, Chaz's E30 just popped up, and, and then it didn't let you couldn't look through it. No. It was just metal. It wasn't glass. It was just metal. That's stupid. It's the 80s. Why would bro. you do Leave that? it to the, the Germans. Leave it to the Germans. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I suppose if you're vaping, you can let it out the top. Vape it. They, Robbie, they didn't make these cars for vaping. If you're, you're smoking, smoking your long when cigarettes. You're it's probably exactly what it was for. It's for smoking smoke, to draw the air out. It, smoke it's air or smoke removal. Does it have a ashtray? Oh, roll, surely. It's got leather. Surely. Down, you roll Aww. your front window down a crack, you pop the moon roof, it just makes a vacuum and just pulls that yeah, right out over perfect. your head. I you don't, don't want your kids to breathe that. No, of course not. No, the crazy. kids in the back seat. Yeah, it's got auto, it's automatic though. I think they're all I automatic. Think that's just the way it is. You just oh. gotta accept it, Robbie. Look at those seats in the back though. I do kind of like the back seats hanging out in the back. Kind of cool. Some like bucketish style, like, very racing nice back seats. Back seats. Yeah. I like it. The back seats hold your be- in place better than the front. Black seats. leather interior. Forgot that we're doing Which a is podcast. In really good shape. The interior's not too bad. It's a little rough, well, yeah, but again, the driver's uh, seat sucks. But for the age okay. and mileage, that's it's, a very nice. It's car. an old car. It has an engine. It has an engine there. in it, which is nice. I don't know. I just, I've always, I've always six. liked these. They seem to be going up in price, and uh, that Look one, at that Audi in the background, that one doesn't seem too bad for uh, for thirty eight hundred bucks. <laughs> What's the sticker on that? Was it like forty two or something stupid in nineteen eighty five? Yeah, forty two thousand dollars. Somebody paid yep. forty two thousand dollars for that car. Holy crap! So he's got some of the original paperwork, including the original bill of sale, and it was forty two. What's it say? Nine fifty. Nine fifty. I dug. I dug out the original window sticker for my Omni. Full, fully option loaded for its year, eighty three hundred bucks. Eighty three hundred for eighty four. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. Well, this does have the limited slip, so I mean, you got that going oh, for you. Shit, now nah, we're doing drift, drift machine. That'd be quite the drift car. I'd, I'd get behind that. That'd be fun. Look at all it's that got, paperwork. It's got all, Look at paperwork. all that paperwork. Wow. Somebody took care of this car. So is that car still for sale? Nobody's bought that, huh, Robbie? I can't believe nobody's bought that. Buy it now, thirty eight hundred, still for sale. Man. Is it only mm-hmm. buy it now? There's yes. No yeah, just There's buy no it There's no bidding. It gets nine views per hour. Yeah, I'm not surprised. 28 people are watching it. What do you, I always wondered, like, what are you watching a buy it now auction for? Because <laughs> you want to see what it sells for because you right. have one too? Well, that's true. That's part yeah, of you it, could, yeah. If it actually sells for the buy it now price. Yeah, but, so uh, yeah. You got you to go to Florida to get it. 
See, this is why I wish we could just go and get Road all these trip cars adventures. and do stuff. The interesting thing I noticed when I was looking on eBay for front-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive V6 cars is there were a lot of V8s and four-cylinders and all-wheel drive cars. Like when I put the filters in, looking for rear-wheel drive cars. Front-wheel drive cars came up, and I was like, does nobody know what their fucking car is? Like, really? Nope. Not a clue. I think that's what was killing all the cool cars on Craigslist, too. Because I just, I just sorted by six-cylinder, and I don't think anybody changes that stuff from the default. Oh. See, I, I narrowed mine down to, like, six cars that I was actively looking for, and then I just searched them in, like, a hundred different Craigslists all across the country until I found one I liked. Can we do my honorable mention, which Robbie blew, there blew, it is. blew his load all over? Kaiser Jeep. 1970 Kaiser Jeep. I have Jeep, an honorable military. mention as well. Do you? Uh, yeah. th- there was like no details on that, was there? I assume Not. it's a six straight six uh, <laughs> diesel engine, <laughs> but it's a dump It's truck. like a 12 liter six cylinder. Yeah. It's got Good a five speed. God, that thing is. Does that say six by six high cell? and low? Yes. Shit. 11 by 20 I might tires. Change. I how, might... much, how much money for that? $4,800. What? Yeah. It's sweet, isn't That's it? That's a full on dump Look truck. Look at it. Holy Look at it. shit. Look at it. That thing's huge. It's six by six with. That's hilarious. Yes. What do you think it's worth in scrap metal? It's got to be <laughs> right up there. $4,500. <laughs> it's pretty that sweet. That dump bed alone's got to weigh a couple ton, right? It's I pretty sweet. Does that thing run and drive? Delivery available. It's well. Boy, could you imagine it runs road trip is that ex- home? Runs excellent. Runs excellent. Drive it back from Massachusetts. Oh. <laughs> That would be the greatest road trip of all time. It's sweet. I don't know what I'd do with it, but it's pretty cool. What's well, all dirt? You could make an offer. Give him four grand for it. Yeah, but if you if he accepts it, you have to. Pay well, it I know that, but it's on your computer, <laughs> so this is your problem if you do it. Nah, hard pass. Then we have to do crowdfunding so people can help us pay for this stupid thing we bought. We made a mistake on well, one of our shows. Every time I go to Kaiser Jeep, we drive past the uh, armor, brass armadillo antique place. They have that deuce and a half sitting out front. Yeah, I always think, oh man, it'd be fun to drive. Yeah, well, you could almost have one. This is almost a deuce and a half. It is. Do you have my honorable mention up there? Pretty as well? sweet. How rad is That's that? That's pretty dope. Fifty-eight Chevy Brookwood. That's pretty sweet, but. The radiator has a leak, and he doesn't recommend driving it. Otherwise, oh, that would have been my choice. Oh, so this is your honorable mention. That's so, nice, man. That's because really it nice. didn't run as is. I figured I I didn't want to fight the fight on it, so I just let it slide. Yeah, it does but, say not running. You could, but get, you could get it running for twenty five hundred. Well, yeah, but you know, it's like with our rules. last one, that was against the rules. It was a running driving car for less than five grand. Damn. That is that thing, still for sale? It's got the right patina. Yeah. It's, it, was on only, it was only posted so. four days ago. Send that to send that to Spencer. Right? Oh, that'd be sweet. Put some bags on that. that Leave it alone. Sick. Just put some bags on it. It's put got the right patina. It. it looks good. It's very cool. Very, very cool. Three on the tree, probably. Inline six. Yeah, uh, I can't tell by that. Sa- picture. He says That's manual, so it says I'm manual. Let's yeah, assume it is. Probably. There's Pretty damn cool. A column shifter. There, it's uh, it's that. Um, it's a, know, it's a green color. Yeah, it's, it's a, a teal, yeah. Chevy station wagon from the 50s, I mean. It's pretty cool. But it's rad. It's very cool. Hot rod that thing out. If that, uh, yeah. if oh, that yeah. radiator didn't leak, that would have been my choice. All right, what do we, what's he got for his normal one? Oh, shit, fuck. Damn ah, it, Robbie. That's Robbie's. All right, Adam's. Fucked up. So yet again, uh, Adam has completely not used any of his budget <laughs> somehow. Um, so this one. What is this? Was, it's a... It's a 1988 it's a 300 Nissan 300Z. 
It's X. a three, it's 300ZX, which is, again, if you search Craigslist, people that don't know what they have, you have to search 300. Yeah, 300Z and 300ZX yep. before you get all Because this them. one's a 300. Yeah, this guy just listed as 300. So uh, apparently he thinks he has a Chrysler product. To, to be fair, there's no information at all about this. Zero. Uh, None no, at all. No, it's $2,000. Two, two of the same pictures of the interior. Total it's, description <laughs> is a 1988 Nissan 300. Must sell. First 2K takes. Won't last. That's it. Impressive. <laughs> but look at that interior. It has... How many miles on it, Robbie? 160,000. 160,000. That interior automatic is transmission. clean as hell. It's I, a shockingly clean tra- uh, interior for being an 88. That's what I was thinking. I the was leather's at, not bad. Again, I'm looking at this car going, I could buy that and flip it. That's not the challenge, Adam. Well, there's no, again, there's no engine picture, so we're going to have to assume, to assume it's, it's, no, it's no engine. Why yeah. is that not the challenge? You never said I, you never, we never decided what we were going to do with them later. We just said buy I was, cars. I always assumed we were racing them somehow and doing stupid challenges. Like, I who would race who them, could buy I'll the best it. car? Oh, the uh, best, whatever that means. Well, this one lost. Through argument. I agree. Like I said, I really struggle with this one, and I'm super unhappy with what I chose. The really funny thing about this is he picked it. I picked it. no discussion about it, <laughs> and he picked two of the worst possible cars. <laughs> I, like I said, the V8 one was way better. This, I just, is that car I purple, Robbie? Is that car no, purple? No, it's like dark it's, silver. It's like a, yeah, it's like a gray. Your oh, TV okay. renders funny compared to yeah, what I'm Yeah, this TV is not liking the output of your computer because no. it's old. TV's old. I, yeah, I was like, God damn it! I'm really not. I spent. I'll bet I spent an hour looking for cars and couldn't find anything I was pumped about. I, I bet I spent 15 minutes looking for V8s, and I was like, These are the greatest cars ever. I'll be perfectly honest. <laughs> I I opened all these up this afternoon just to make sure that URL still worked and everything did. And I just got a quick glance or anything. I didn't want to like read into. Them. I just wanted to right. make sure they worked. Right. And this one popped up, and I was like. <laughs> 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 it's terrible. It is terrible. fucking terrible. But it's a really clean car. I feel like I could flip it. <sighs> I hate it. All right, Robbie, show us your, your my V8 Jag instead. So I, so I went the same route you did, and I bought a 1990 300ZX NA. However, the owner swapped in the TT engine. Oh, shit. Is it actually think, a twin turbo? I think if you thought that the 300 or the 3000 GT was a nightmare to work on, you ain't seen nothing yet. Not really worried so, about it. I'm going to be fair. Well, again, it has no engine, apparently. No engine. Because there's and no pictures it's, of it's, it. It's plasti dip black with silver under it. Whose car is that? It's not even this car. That is that car. It is. It's it is? Same car. Same car. It's, that's, the, that's his paint color. So Why would you plasti dip it black when it looks that good? It doesn't look that good, he said. It, it looks good in that one picture. Oh. But he's got some. He's got. Does it have an interior pick? Mm, this shitty one. So it has no interior. That's interior. Why would you take a picture of the, of back, the back seat, seats. but not even the whole back seat? No, because the front there, seats there are, are all tore up. There are no back seats. These are the front seats. I don't think that's true. Oh, that's, that's, a shifter. A two, that's a shifter right is there. Is this a two plus two? Oh, yeah, Robbie's Holy right. Holy shit. No, it's not a two plus two. Holy crap. I thought those it's had a back a seat kind of like two the TT seater. has a back seat. No, it no. It a back bench. It's got a little bit of money into it. So it's got uh, GT... 525 turbos, 555 injectors, tuned by an actual tuning shop. That I, doesn't mean shit. No, it doesn't, doesn't mean shit. Does he have a number? Who? Horsepower. Uh, no. Because I bet that's a pretty fast little car. I bet it is. That's which, not is a why, bad. which is why I picked it. My goal was to pick the fastest car I could go for in five for five thousand dollars. And I thought this would be the fastest car I could get. 
I thought I found a G35 until I realized that it was uh, motor was blown. Damn it! I found I again. I found a uh, 78 Datsun 240Z that I thought was like pristine. Yeah, and then realized why it was it was a fake ad. I, I even texted. Of course, I texted the number like, "Can I get more pictures?" <laughs> Nothing. I I yeah. It was too good to be true. I was bored the other day. I trolled somebody with a fake ad. Nice. Do tell. Do I have to? I shouldn't. After I started saying, I was like, I should shut my mouth. It was a fake. <laughs> it was a fake Rolex, and I could tell it was a fake. But they were asking fifteen thousand dollars for it. And how? How on Craigslist? How did you know? Yeah, because I know enough about Rolexes that I could see it was a fake. I, I can't rip on you too much. I've had not Rolex knowledge, but I got other stupid knowledge like that. Yeah. Well, what'd you say to them? Did they respond at all? I said, so all Rolexes have an identifier number that tells you basic information about what it should be. And so I asked him for that number, and he gave it to me. And I told him, this is for, not for this watch. It's for a completely different watch. You need to recheck your your reference number. I'd never heard from him again. <laughs> Have you ever heard the story about the, the Daytona 24-hour winner and his Rolex? No. I'm, so I'm going to recap it, but I'll try and find it it's so been, you can actually read it because you'll love this. Uh, a few years ago, there was a, a professional driver who's – whose uh, team won the 24 hours of Daytona. And when you win, you get a Rolex. Yeah. It's sponsored by Rolex. And that particular Rolex is that's the only place you can get that watch. It's a special yep. edition for that race. And uh, the following week, you know, he's back in his hometown, I believe in like New York city. And he takes it into a uh, Rolex dealer to have a link removed because it was too big. And, you know, he did it and, and they, the cashier ran him up and he was like, you know, oh, I expected it to be more than that. I don't know what the numbers are. I'm not even going to quote it. But he, he was like, oh, I expected it to be much more than that. And the guy who was kind of behind the counter that was actually the, the guy working, not the guy cashing, but the guy doing the work, he's like, oh, that's what we charge for fakes. And the guy was like, it's, it's not a fake watch. It's, it's a real Rolex. And, and the guy's like, no, I know all Rolexes, that's not a real thing. That one doesn't exist. And he, and he was like, really? Cause I just got it in, uh, Daytona this weekend. Handed and to the, me from Rolex. And the guy yeah. goes, the guy goes, I know all the dealers who sell Rolexes in Daytona. None of them are open on weekends. Okay, <laughs> dude, whatever. Thanks. Paid his bill and walked yep. out the door. <laughs> <laughs> How much of a badass can you be, though? That's pretty awesome. So, anyway. That's a watch worth having. Car things. So, who wins this one? I'm not conceding victory on this because I just feel like that's a bomb waiting to go off. I don't even remember what you bought. Exactly. Exactly. 633 CI, sir, from the 80s. No, I'm with Michael on this one. That's not fair. You picked an 80s car. You always get his vote. I had to win at least one. I gave you. I hate BMWs, but I really like the 633 CSI. That, that to me, I mean, literally, like, that's an all original car. That is an appreciating car. That car's going to be worth money someday. That other thing looks like a, a vapor's dream. You shake your head a, all you want. A just vapor's dream, hate, speaking of vaping. Yeah. That's a vape <laughs> machine. You got to get a flat bill and some vaping and a monster. And it literally, you will drive that 20 feet down the road and it will explode. Come at me, bro. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I, you're not wrong that there should be a monster. There should in, be a, in, oh, in it. he should have thought about that. He should have put the monster logo on the hood. 
could be well, worth a lot did more. Did you see the probably. the interior? Shot? It is monster themed. It's monster themed already. It's black. It's got the black and, and the green. The Z's oh, shit. that are stitched into it's the headrests green. are monster green. You have a gr- green underbody lights on this thing. <laughs> you would. I, well, yeah, for five thousand dollars, who gives a shit? I'd have a lot of fun in that car. I'm gonna. I still vote for mine. I would say it would probably be the most fun until it blew up, and then I would have wished I bought Michael's instead. Okay. Yeah, because mine at least you'd still have twelve hundred. I know we're not supposed to, but you'd have to. Well, there's a four hundred dollar dealer fee or whatever, but you'd have some money left over for when something went wrong. Well, buy mine, flip it, and buy Michael's. <laughs> All right. What do we got next, Robbie? We're gonna do the news. We just got the news, so we can start this off with. Uh, Oh God! A Dakar rally rider is hit by lightning and finishes the race anyways because he doesn't have time to stop. Because anybody who's willing to do the Dakar on a motorcycle is a man among men. Is a god among men. Good lord! Fucking but then he got hit by lightning, and he got like what 150 miles to go, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck that! I'm just gonna, it's, I'll just go home back." They to checked the race. him out at the next checkpoint, and he continued on from there. Yep. They said the only reason he lived is because he wasn't grounded the bike was so it just went the current went straight through him to the ground okay so i did some i talked to the expert on this because the jalop jalopnik literally said quote the bike conducted electricity through the ground and i was like what the fuck does that even mean (laughs) that's a nonsensical statement so we determined probably happened because nobody fact checks a fucking thing which is why you come to real journalists such as 10 tense podcast hashtag real journalists to give you real information what probably happened is the electric the lightning hit the bike and then it traveled through the bike to the ground because that was probably the best path. Yeah. Because the bike's metal, whereas the man is made of meat and water. And it still really fucking sucked <laughs> for him. Right. He but got, if it would have hit him directly, I don't think he'd He be. got arc flash from the lightning hitting the bike. Yep. And it burned him because it said like his arm was burned, I think. Yeah, oh, so yeah. He, he arc hurt, flash he, is a bad deal. It's a bad deal. He hurt his left arm. Like you can see in the picture, he's driving with just his right. Yeah. So that's... He's, I'm assuming that's what happened, but I can't find any more info- any information other than the nonsensical statement that was made on Jalopnik. About I guess, I, guess I just assumed he didn't get struck directly. I, I assumed yeah. it hit like the it makes bike. it. Of course, again, they didn't check anything, but they make it sound like he got hit by lightning. Like it I went actually kind of almost question the the bike even got hit. It could have been like near him. It could have hit the ground, and because, he still got arc yeah, flashed. Yeah, you still get arc flashed. I mean, if you were within ten feet of it, you're. Oh, gonna, it's nasty. You're going to yeah, have a bad day. For sure. But if that bike took a direct hit, do you really think the electrical system would continue to function? Yeah, it'd be fried, wouldn't it? Well, it's just, all it's doing is sparking. I mean, that's, it's not like a car. Remember, well, yeah, but that's got to have a fuse on it still, doesn't it? Yeah, but don't you remember when Richard Hammond was in that Volkswagen and they hit it with 20 billion volts or whatever it was? And it still worked after they did that. Hmm. The electrical system Okay, did. that's fair. And, it, and this is a lot simpler. All it's doing is, is sparking. Yeah. It's not... Doing a, maybe well, some I, headlights. I think it is. Which they didn't say. Maybe the headlight did blow. But, <coughs> but I don't uh, know. Maybe it would run. I it, just... It's maybe he didn't get it. I mean, how would you know? If a lightning strike hit you like within like 20 feet, you'd probably be so freaked out that how would you have any idea? If you got hit or the bike got hit or if the ground yeah. got hit or... If, if it's in your general facility, Shit got that's, really that's loud. I got you hit went by blind lightning. for a little while yeah. and then your arm was, was burned. loud fucking flash and I'm hurt. I got hit by lightning. Cool. Yeah, cool. If, if you're standing in your yard and then a lightning strikes like right next to you, yeah. I will count that. You got, I got hit, hit by, by lightning, lightning, sir. Yep. That being said, we're not taking away from this guy. No. <laughs> no, he still got hurt by lightning. <laughs> technically. And, and continued to ride a motorcycle through the desert. Yeah, the the the, the Dakar rally is like 
the be all end all of you're gonna die while the racing. The most hard. Well, probably it's, probably safe to say the most hardcore race on the planet. It's the, probably the most dangerous because it's a rally on. It's not public roads, but like you're out in the middle of freaking nowhere for days. Like you do a certain. I don't know exactly the lengths, but you go. 300 400 miles in a day then you race the next day for another 400 miles and it's all in like desert and like just completely secluded from anybody yep i know when they did it in africa it was like a really big deal because you had all these people coming in with you know millions of dollars worth of stuff factory back teams yeah racing through this desert where people don't even have money for food and it was like a whole controversy whole deal. and then of course people get killed you know they run over livestock by accident and like this Overall, like since it. this has started, 70 people have died, 28 of them spectators. Holy cow. So it's a lot super, of people. Like some group B stuff right there. It's not exactly well sectioned between spectator and race. Like you, kind of, you could walk onto the course if you really want to. It's kind of really the rally way, though. Yeah, absolutely. So, what was that? Don't worry about it. Is that it for this one? I don't have anything else. No, I'm good. Ivan Jakes was that guy's name. Has his own team. Yep. It was his own team. So is he rides a, a KTM. Yeah, so is he like a amateur technically? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't sound like he was like sponsored by KTM or anything. It just sounds like he has a KTM and he has a team. Good for him. I don't know what that means, but must have some money behind him. You want to come to our podcast? We can talk about it. Good. <laughs> come tell us what that means. So, What's up next? So Porsche decides we need twenty one different model variants of the nine eleven. Twenty one. Is that an accurate number? It is an accurate number because I looked it up. And would you like the list? Because I have it here. Please tell us. Can you paraphrase it? Because I don't know that I want (laughs) to listen to you say say the whole thing. Versions. (laughs) Okay, so we got the Carrera, the Carrera S, the Carrera Cabriolet, the Carrera S Cabriolet, the Carrera Four, the Carrera Four S, the Carrera Four Cabriolet, the Carrera Four S Cab, Targa Four, Targa Four S Turbo, Turbo S Turbo S Cab, Turbo S or Turbo Cab. The new wait, let me do the rest of the ones that existed before this. GT3 RS. Apparently, there's not a GT3 anymore. Interesting. Uh, and the R is still listed. So, I don't know if you could still buy an R, but it says R. You could probably Just order one. telling you what it says. Okay. The five that are new are the Carrera GTS, the Carrera GTS Cab, Carrera 4 GTS, Carrera 4 GTS Cab, Targa 4 GTS. So, what's the difference between the GTS and any of the previous models? Yes. <laughs> I don't have a. F- to me, it's not like you said three words like a bunch of times over. And I did. Over. It's like yeah. Porsche. It's any three words of the word cabriolet s s gt four, four and gt with an s or a three and rs. They, like they, they just took dice and they had those they on it. And they just shook them and they threw them. And like that's a, the name. A set of sex dice with Porsche names on it. Well, nice sex dice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why. Right, that's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, uh, no. So I think it goes Carrera. So your, taking the four out because we know what four means and we know what target wheel drive and we know what target means. So let's take that out. Okay. So it goes Carrera. We Car- know what cab means. Cab Carrera. Is- yeah, we know what cab means. Carrera S is more power. And then you got turbo. Turbo. Mo- no, wait a minute. No, then you go GTS. Oh, so GTS is between Carrera S and Turbo. Yes. Okay. And then you get GT3 RS. You got to work that in there somewhere. It's kind of its own different thing. And then you have Turbo, and then you have Turbo S. See, I would have said GTS. So GTS is an NA car. No, I think they're all turbos now. That's the other problem. Every 911 is <laughs> a turbo, but it's not a turbo. If you go in and say, I would like a turbo 911, please, they will say, yes, we have 21 of them, sir. Which would you like to choose? Or 20 of them. Which would you like to choose from? And then you get the list again. 
<laughs> you just you just close your eyes and point. Can, can you run that, that one? Is just like, I missed the middle one. Yeah, the middle. Oh yes, of course, sir. The career four S, target four S. And they're all anywhere between one hundred and twenty to one hundred and eighty thousand dollars, right? Well, I think the turbos, like a turbo S, I think is even more more than that. Wow. I couldn't GT three RS? I would think is more than that. I can't even be bothered to look it up. The to R, be entirely honest, if you're paying, going right for you, better have millions. Oh yeah, because that that's that yeah, from that, that discussion. One. That's why I chose this topic because the nine eleven is outrageous. It's out of control. There's too many of them. And then I'm pretty sure they're going to have a GT2 next year. That's right. They don't have a GT2. Because so then- they've been, that's been spotted on the Nürburgring, which will be a rear-wheel drive turbo. Yes, but still S. a turbo, but more. Well, then there may, there might S. be a GT2S. There could a GT2 be. GT2RS? No, I don't think we're going that far. Let's calm down. <laughs> so it starts at, you can get a 911 apparently for $89,000. I don't think you could actually get one. I think they would your somehow MS, your, screw your MSRP starts there, but you'll never find it. Right. You'd have We've to had order this that. discussion before. No one buys base model Porsches. An R is apparently 185. A GT3 RS is 176. A they don't have any pricing on the GTS. A turbo you can a turbo S cab is two hundred thousand dollars to start. To start. There's the crazy thing <laughs> is the turbo S hardtop is 188. You have to pay another twelve thousand dollars for a cab. By the time I've got my carbon fiber illuminated door sills, yeah, right, and exactly. All those other things, I'm looking at well, two fifty out the door. I think Porsche charges you for stuff like the rear windshield wiper, the radio delete. The ri- well, if you want that, or would sir like floor mats because that's going to be eight hundred and ninety five dollars. Well, if you're already spending two hundred, who gives a shit? I, I would think that if you spend <laughs> at a minimum ninety thousand dollars on a car, if it has an option for a rear windshield wiper because someone's decided it was necessary, how about they just all come with it for the base price? Just comp it. That seems fair. That's all I'm saying. Not to talk about you not know, liking Porsches again, but there this are is the annoyance models. I have with <laughs> there's Porsche. There's a few nine eleven models you didn't even mention. Which because ones are those? The cup, the RSR. Well, I don't think those are currently available. Those don't count. <laughs> That's true. I'm just thinking, like, say 30 years from now, you have a collector arguing with another collector saying, no, this is the something-something version, and this is the GT other something. And he's like, no, this one's worth more. And I just see a clusterfuck 30 years from now. He's like, no, this wasn't documented as a GT. 30 days from now. That's probably true. We don't even know what's going on right this second. I'm in an option sheet, and I probably shouldn't be. (laughs) All right, so moving on. Carbon fiber (laughs) illuminated door sills. Can it, interior leather, interior interior Alcantara, interior wood, interior carbon fiber. Yeah, imagine the aluminum, leather costs. Audio communications, delivery experience. That's that's like going to Germany and shit. Yeah, it's on there. Leipzig. And then let me see if I can find this. I screenshot this because this is crazy to me too. And I saw oh my god, you want brushed one. aluminum interior package, Robbie? It's yeah, nine hundred and sixty-five dollars. But it looks so much better, Robbie. Would you like personalized door sill guards in stainless steel? Comma illuminated, personalized. So I yeah, can, I can get it. They can say Rob responsibilities. They can say Rob responsibilities on them. I don't know if they could fit all that on there, but it's it's <laughs> Actually, an option. In this scenario, it should probably be Rob Ridiculous. Yeah, I would think because so. Because Rob responsibilities would not be buying illuminated door sills. Well, if Rob Ridiculous would like those, they're twelve hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> interior carbon fiber. It's, Let's go down this road. Carbon fiber interior package, Robbie. Yes. Robbie. Yes, tell me, tell me, Robbie. Nineteen hundred and ninety dollars. 
It's way worth it compared to the aluminum. That's with the uh, ICW leather interior, which I have no idea what that Those means. are the rims I have in my car. ICW leather rims? No, ICW rims. Would you still like uh, door sill guards, in carbon fiber, illuminated, comma, not personalized? No, I want them personalized. They gotta be waste personalized. my time. If you would like them personalized, it's sixteen hundred and forty dollars. Good. That's can I get steel? Can I get it to say whatever I want? I don't think. No, I don't think. As so. long as it fits. Yeah, as long as it fits. I just want to say I love you. Just, that, just like on on a sixty seconds. Why? Oh so it's, shit! It's, it's always there. <laughs> Robbie, would so you like adaptive cruise control? Because that's very Rob's responsibility. No, I don't want that. Okay, well, good because it's twenty four hundred and ninety dollars. Whoa, that should be standard issue for a hundred thousand dollar car. Lane change assist is eight hundred and fifty dollars. No, Seat ventilation. No, I don't want vented that. seats. No, I need that. I want to pull those seats sure. out and put in racing seats. I wait, want, I want, wait a I minute, wait a minute. If you want vented and heated seats, it's fifteen hundred and thirty dollars. No, I don't want that anyways. <sighs> No. So air vents painted seventeen twenty. Okay, I'm done. I can paint. Porsche offers a deal where you can get, uh, where you can get spe- special paints. Yeah, uh, but I found out that because there was there was a a nine eleven R that had what they call PTS, which I think is if I remember right, paint to spec. Just pick a color. And yeah, you get to pick a color. You pick whatever color you want, and they don't do it very often. Okay. And so somebody who has dealt with this commented this on Jalopnik. For those who don't know, Porsche only does PTS cars so many weeks a year. It's a nuisance because you have to have an allocation where your build slot lines up with the window to even have a chance of getting a custom color. It's far easier to have a to have Porsche do a few one-of-one customizations out of their parts bin via Porsche exclusive than to get a PTS. That's why PTS Porsches are so rare. Not money, but timing. It doesn't matter how much money you want to spend if because they're only going to do it for, like, say, three weeks a year, and if your build slot doesn't line up in that, you're not getting it. It doesn't matter how much money you're willing to offer for it. Oh, you could offer enough to get it into that window. You'd have to buy that slot from somebody else. Yes. That's or, crazy. If you're willing to pay for that type of paint job, you're willing to pay to get in that Isn't, slot. That's crazy, though. I would just That's ask. some I would first ask, world problem. I would ask right if there. they could send it to me unpainted in, like, pieces so i could take it to my body guy and say hey get it house of color platinum house pearl? of color something not pearl but something <laughs> something special anyways can we move on yes absolutely let's move on so cadillac is launching a car sharing service and it's like netflix but only way expensive and for cadillac netflix how's this like netflix it's a recurring monthly fee oh okay it's fifteen hundred dollars a month Whoa! Yep, that's the first thing to get that out there. It's called Book a Cadillac. And uh, basically, um, you get 18 deliveries a year. So if you call them up, they'll bring you a Cadillac. You keep it as long as you like. You do it the way you like. And then if you want a different one, you call them up and they bring you a different one. Or you send it back if you're going to be out of town or whatever. And there's no mileage limits. No mileage limits. All I could think about was Gumball. I would. Can you do it for a month? Yes. there is a, Just one month? You can do it for one month. So I could I could get it the day of... Gumball. I'll take a CTSV, please. CTSV, drive it from wherever Gumball starts to wherever Gumball ends. Yeah. And then tell Cal, here's your $1,500 rental back. Here's your car back. <laughs> With insurance, I might add. I would, yeah. It has insurance on it, so you're covered. What? 
$1,500 a month? So I did the math on $1,500 a month because we are real journalists. You can buy a hell of a car for $1,500 a month. I was oh, feeling, yeah. feeling a little wound up. So an ATSV lease currently, just a lease on an ATSV, which is not a cheap Cadillac, I might add. I nope. think it's like a 70 not or 80,000. Depending on what you want to do. So let's see here. $5,000 due at signing, which is outrageous, but so be it. So it's $5,000 due at signing. It's $530 a month. Um, I have no idea what the insurance would cost because Progressive was asking too much question, too many questions about me and my dog <laughs> and my personal life and, and we know whether you're we know how you are about your personal like, It's like I'm out on this shit. This is fucking ridiculous. This so is I none guessed, of your business. I guessed it was 160 dollars a month, which might be a little low for me personally, but whatever. Um, it's a 39 month lease. Here's the you'll love this, Adam. That's 32 thousand dollars with no maintenance for 39 months. For a car that you have to give away, and you have like fifteen or twelve thousand dollars, this is why I don't get leases. It's messed up. It's very expensive. So, remember a while back we were talking about what it costs to own a Hellcat. Yes, and I don't know why none of this realized this. None of us realized this at the time. But the lease deal on a Hellcat is seven hundred and seven dollars a month. Right. That's half what Cadillac's asking. Yes, for a car that's not even yours. Yes. So here's what it costs to do. Book a Cadillac for 39 months. It's $58,500. <laughs> so it's nearly double. This this is exclusive. And of course, they're starting in New York. But it's like the only place where anyone's really going to use this. So really, if this was like Roller or Bentley or something like that, I could maybe get my head around that. The but- price? Well, just the concept the idea and of it? the price. The whole thing. Oh, if it was a roller, you'd be like, oh, I don't know, five grand a month, maybe? Well, yeah, but like just the concept. Why would someone do this for a Cadillac? They're not that special. Well, it's more for the person that... I think they're envisioning that this is a busy business person. All these car companies envision people that like don't really exist, but it's a busy <laughs> business person, and they were like, you could... You could bring your Cadillac, they're like, you could bring it to LAX and call it in, and they could come pick it up, and then when you get to New York, you could call another one in, and they'll pick that up. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense, but you only get 18 18. deliveries a year. So if you're a busy business person doing business things, international travel, and that particular thing appeals to you, that you could drop it off at one airport and pick up a different one at a different airport. You're going to need more than 18 18 deliveries a year. Yeah, exactly. I could burn that up in the first two or three months. That's... That's, yeah, so that okay. concept of it doesn't work. That's that's an expensive add-on package. You can you can double the price of it. And you for can get three double. grand. Yeah, for three, three <laughs> right, thousand. Exactly. It's unlimited. For three thousand dollars, sir, can have as many deliveries as he'd like. But then at the end, I mean, if you at the end of it, you have nothing. It's worse than a lease because it costs twice as much. And I understand the appeal of like if if you need a car, you can have a car. But if you need an SUV, you could have an SUV. But it's not like they have a pickup. So it's not like if you're that guy that every once a year needs a pickup, but you want a car, so you have a car and once a year you can have your pickup, it doesn't work for that guy either, because Cadillac doesn't have a pickup. Are they going to let me haul two-by-fours in, in an Escalade, in a $90,000 Escalade? Yeah, yes. what happens when I curb rash the wheels? <laughs> Am I getting charged for this on top That's of my $1,500 a month and stuff like that? Yeah, incidental damages and things, I suppose. It's probably like a lease. I don't know. When my kid throws up on the back seat, <laughs> it's it's not it's 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 almost there, but it's not it's not quite there. But well, I I don't understand. Like in the article, I was saying like that ride shares have 
grown almost exponentially in like the last handful of years. Yeah. I don't understand how that's even Because we don't live in the right demographic I guess not. For that. Like here, you need a car, but I guess in New York, you don't want a car and you want to just use cabs. And like the whole lifestyle, I don't really get. And here, a like parking it, spot costs more than what you pay in rent in New York, right? And and they, so that, not owning a car is, but you still need a parking spot for this. Yeah, you. Would, I thought yeah. about that too. It was like, well, that might work if they just when you're done with the car, they just come get it. But you still need a parking spot. Yep. Because you only get 18 deliveries a year. Well, so maybe you Uber about when you're home, and when you're abroad, like say I spend, you know. Three months of of the year in my chalet in Italy. Yeah, but this is only in New York. Oh, that's right. They're only doing Bro, this right in now. America, so that wouldn't work well either, would it? Uh, Nothing once about again, it really this is, makes sense. This is a something that they created for a market that doesn't exist, right? And then when they're all done with this and it doesn't work, it's going to be because millennials don't buy cars. Yep. Why won't they buy this ninety five thousand dollar Escalade? Why? I don't get it. Why is our age demographic 58-year-old men? Well, what do you expect? Because who, who can afford a $100,000 car? 58-year-old men. I also thought it was strange that in that same article they were saying that the eight, from 16 to 24, the or 16 to 44, the number of people with licenses is constantly declining. Like, who's not getting their driver's license? Like, I couldn't get my driver's license fast enough. I think I've heard now... Again, you live in the wrong place. I, I don't get it. Well, like, I th- how I've, do you I've, live without a license? I've heard people like I work with, because I work with older people, some of their kids aren't, like, super big into getting their driver's license, even here. What? Which I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just telling you what I've heard. I've heard it more than once. Like, I'm a car guy. I get that. Like, I understand I have a passion that some people just don't get. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand not having a driver's license, not having the ability to drive. I don't get not being not having the ability to just get places. Yes, because when you live in New York, you hop a train, you hop a bus, you grab an Uber. You don't drive a car. Yeah, you don't own a car. You don't pay that, and all the money you would spend on a car, you pay for it in cabs. That's a, a different lifestyle that I just don't understand. Yeah, which is why we don't live in New York City. We live in Des Moines, and we think this is a big city. Yeah, weird. Anyways, uh, that reminded me of a fun story. Jess was talking to her one of the partners at her firm t- yesterday. He's talking about his kid, and I can't remember what his hobby was. Like it was like video games or something, you know, something pretty mild and safe. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't understand why he's into it, but you know, it could be a lot worse. He could be into like drugs or racing cars or something." Dead <laughs> serious. Dead serious. Dude. That's exactly what Swinging he said. For the fans on that. <laughs> I had no clue that Jess and I were, you know, like, Jess, right. he doesn't know you know who I am. Right. And Jess is like, "Yeah, my boyfriend. He builds and races cars in his spare time." He goes, "Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry." No, we we fully know that it's a ridiculous, expensive hobby. We get, but that. it's not. I, I, don't, <laughs> not, I still think it doesn't. Co- it doesn't have to same. cost any more than golf, and all those fuckers golf there. I can guarantee you oh, that yeah. they do. And it's not the same as drugs. Like it's not a yeah. Heroin. How do you it's compare the, drugs? How do you compare shooting heroin and racing cars? Is the same in the same sentence? I did, like, I did find how that is funny. that? Wow. By, by the way, by I the guess way, we're just hoodlums. By the way, I was just curious since I am hashtag real journalisting over here. You can you can get a one hundred and two thousand dollar Cadillac Escalade. That's crazy. I currently have it optioned. I have a Cadillac ESV four wheel drive platinum optioned to one hundred and one thousand eight hundred and fifty five dollars, which works out to one thousand sixty two dollars per month for a lease, or. Uh, fourteen sixty 
over seven, over six years for payments. Damn, Jeez. for a Cadillac. So I, uh, a few months back, I was curious as to how much you can spend on a truck these days. All of the money to buy a King Ranch Dually F three fifty diesel. <laughs> I thought for sure it would be six digits, right? Eighty five gur. That's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. That's what I thought too. I thought for sure I'd be Compa- in the compared sixes. to all the other pickups. Well, I think the problem. Well, like, I just assumed that the King they're, Ranch they're, they're, Ford was like the most expensive. It's, a, it's like the truck biggest, you can it's buy. It's like the biggest street truck, like I, regular. Well, I wonder if maybe I could get a like I don't know what the Mega Cab option costs. You could get the F six fifty. You could see. Get. I decided that I decided that that's not what I was looking for. I think the I problem agree. is to get into a fifteen hundred is too high. The price yeah, is too that's high. That's kind of what I was I like. Maybe the cost of entry is out of control, but yeah. once you've bought in, it's not that bad to move up. Well, think of like like that guy at my work that I was talking about that bought kind of a base model. Not, I mean, a couple options, but a base model four-door 1500 Silverado that was $44,000 versus the truck you're talking about with all the options and leather and all the bullshit. I'm talking like the, the fold or the... Step in, yeah, all the bullshit you don't and need, and the the ramps that like somehow slide out from underneath the truck, and like all these ridiculous add-ons and trailer hitch cameras and backup cameras, and I mean you don't need any of that power shit. F- sliding folding mirrors. But and, like, have you ever backed up with a, tr- a truck with a backup camera on the hitch? It's wonderful. It I'm, is wonderful. It is Listen, wonderful. I, it's exactly like parallel parking. If there's, if you can't back up to a trailer and hitch up to it, or you can't back up a trailer, you shouldn't be driving with a trailer. That's my, my opinion. I can back up to my splice trailer with my van and hit it by myself faster than I can with half the people that I work with because they don't know how to back up someone to a fucking trailer. It's because I've been doing it since I was old enough to oh, stand. Yeah. So I'm just like. And we're, you know, like yeah, me and my there. dad hooking up a trailer, it's first try every time. <laughs> but I, I think do it's it one by of those, myself better. It's one of those things you just, you need to learn how to do it the right way or you shouldn't be pulling a trailer. Right. It's just like that bullshit. I think it's the F 150 that has the second steering wheel. Have yeah, you seen this? It's nonsense? like a knob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What in the fuck is that? It's the reverse of the steering wheel because apparently you can't figure out. You know, if you turn this direction, which way the trailer is going to go? Is so that I'm how that works? I was, like, I saw the commercial. I was like, Yeah, the fuck. Yeah, I think if you want to go left with your trailer, you turn the knob to the left, and it turns the wheels to the right. That's stupid. I know. I didn't realize it was. Saying. I didn't realize it was that stupid. <laughs> I knew That's it was all stupid. it does. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't even be driving a vehicle. My neighbor needs that though. But he shouldn't have any of the shit that he, he has. He just bought an F one fifty. I should peek in there and see if that's on. Maybe his that's dash. why he bought an F one fifty. I'll bet it is. He just traded in his Ford Ranger and his Chevy Silverado and bought a brand new F one fifty. He walked into the dealership and said, "I can't back up a fucking thing." And he said, "Well, sir, we have a truck right here for you." That's a meme right there. That shit's going on car throttle <laughs> next week for sure. That makes me so. It's annoyed. one of those starter kits. I can't back up a trailer starter <laughs> kit, and I'll have the picture of that little. Battery powered trailer puller, and uh, <laughs> I can't believe he bought that. That's so that pisses God, me off. Terrible. Still, what's the next thing, Robbie? All right, so the Iowa-based Victory Motorcycles is closing its doors. So Polaris is basically done, saying Victory Motorcycles will be no more. But they are going to support dealers and owners for like the next 
10, ten years. years. But they did say the reason they're closing Victory is because they're going all in on Indian. I did not realize that they had purchased Indian. I don't know how I missed that. But I think Indian they've had is, it for a long time. Indian yeah. is dope all of a sudden. Have you seen the new Scout? I have not. It's cool. Oh, my God. It's cool. It's super cool. They're, they've always been kind of like the the hipster Harley. They're like underground they? cool. Yeah, they've been, they've been cool since before motorcycles were cool. Yeah. Really. They are, if... I would say that like the rest of the world, Harley Davidson is not cool, and I would still kind of agree that it's not cool. Like I think it's it's a cliche, and they're not very good. So therefore, in my opinion, it's they're, they're not way cool, overpriced, and they're way overpriced. Indian, I think, has always been kind of cool. It's just it's a cool company. Indian Larry rode one. Remember? Yep, Indian Larry? I remember Indian Larry. One of um, my favorite movies is the world's fastest Indian. There you go. There you go. Love I that. Still movie. need to watch that. I think it's you haven't a ba- seen that yet? No. It's awesome. I know it is. I just haven't seen it. Uh, Gail Banks was on The Smoking Tire once, and apparently he was there doing world spe- or land speed record things when that guy was there. And apparently that man was a crazy man. I'm sure. And had a way with the ladies. Nice. Smooth. So anyway, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Have you seen the victory? A lot of those victory bikes were just too I, much. Just they were like kind of wannabe Harleys, weren't they? They were. Well, they were. They were right, slightly. They were like, competitive with Harley for a while. Like you know, art. Like you have motorcycle enthusiasts that were, you know, I need an American-made motorcycle, and then you go to Victory because ninety percent of their parts are made in America, whereas sixty percent of the Harleys are made in Mexico. Or, you know, some. Or you I, just don't like I made up numbers. You, you I know, but can't do the. You, you just can't swallow the buy-in to get into yeah. a Harley. I mean, you could spend a bunch of money on a victory. Let's not kid ourselves. But oh, yeah, yeah, the Harley is still going to be more expensive. You can spend $45,000 on a Harley. Oh yeah. Easy. Yeah. We've hashed this out before you blew my mind with that. It's just, that's crazy. Why do you need a $45,000 Harley? You're going to drop it. I, I don't need a $45,000. I don't want a $4,500 Harley. My dad just bought a new Harley. Did he? He spent $45,000 No, it wasn't, it wasn't oh, okay. a new, new. He, he got a sweet deal on one out of Florida. It's nice. What does he like about Harley Davidson's? I'm, is I, it brand? I have never you should act, ask him. I have never sat down and asked him point blank, "What do you like about Harley's?" I know. He, I know he loves riding. Like he, I would just be curious to he, know what he says. We could ask him this weekend. But yeah, he he I, he had dirt bikes growing up. Like when we were younger, he had like a like a four fifty Yamaha, or, and he'd ride it on the street. And then like we'd go to do trails. And then one of his buddies had a Harley, and let him drive it. And I know he's had a motorcycle license off and on through his whole life. And he, you know, he took it out, and you know, it's like, I really like this. And then he, then he bought one, and then like he'll, he'll take off, like he'll go days at a time. He'll literally just go ride four hundred miles, stop, drive four hundred miles back. Right. Well, I, Spencer's I, got a Harley. Maybe he could tell us yeah. what the big deal is. I, but uh, I understand the cruiser thing, like because cruiser bikes are just way more comfortable, and they're. But you could get one for cheaper. You can get one for cheaper for sure. But I think accomplishes the, the same thing. I think it's that whole brand thing. Like, are you going to be a poser or are you going to be a Harley Davidson owner? Yeah, I think if I, think I went, that's the problem. If, I think if I went and asked any of the Harley Davidson owners that I work with why Harley, they would be offended. I don't think he'd be offended, but, but he might. He, he might your not. Dad have. would take it better from you. Yeah, I'm I, saying the, I, the guys I, I work with, they wouldn't take that well from. He's me. not going to give you some bullshit heritage thing. He'll probably just tell you, "I really like these bikes." Which that I could get my head around Whatever. because I'll pay premium <laughs> for certain cars that definitely aren't worth it just because I want to drive that car. I get it. Yep. So, I mean, maybe we shouldn't be because, I mean, like, you know, Alpha or something like that. I'll, you know, I'll spend some money to drive that. So, I don't know. But 
objectively, I think Indian's a better bike, and arguably Victory made a better bike. So I don't know. I'm just curious. I'd like somebody to give me a rational argument as to why Harley Davidson is better. And I cannot do that. And I, I've, I've never I've, had a rational conversation with a Harley Davidson owner to t- to that that would tell me why they're better. Why are you paying the premium for the name? My dad might be the right person. Right. For you to that's talk to that's that. all. That's what I want to know. I, okay. Fine. I will say I will not pass judgment on Harley Davidson people anymore if somebody can argue eloquently why they're better and objectively <laughs> with facts and figures. <laughs> See, now, you're, now, now we had a PowerPoint and a whole presentation. I, if somebody thing. can give me a PowerPoint, I feel on like we're, I feel like next week's going to be a very active week on our social media. Maybe, That's absolutely. Okay. That's yeah, good. If somebody like that. that listens has a Harley Davidson and can, honest to God, tell me why it's better than if you have okay, I'll, if you have a sporty and you can tell me why it's better than the Indian Scout, I would I would like to hear that. I think you're just going to get a lot of people that are going to be giving you the. The it's the experience and stuff like that, right? But I, I, that's I that's not quantifiable. That's like that's like vaporware. It's bullshit. Yeah, I, I never I never drove a victory. I drove a Harley Davidson, or I guess not drove. I rode a Harley Davidson Fat Boy, and then obviously I've never ridden an Indian either. So I've I've ridden to a Sporty and a Suzuki something I th- cruiser. I thought, I thought the Fat Boy was too big. I'm not exactly a big guy, so I need a light light motorcycle. I'm more of a crotch rocket guy, even though my wrists are crap. I don't know. I rode a Honda Trail 50. Had a boy. Yeah. We had a special edition one. It's all chrome. God, that's awesome. It's pretty baller, actually. We brought it into the Honda dealership in my hometown for some tune-up. Yep. And when we went to pick it up, the the person at the counter told us that the owner of the store wanted to see us. <laughs> and I guess my dad went in there and talked to this guy, and he's like, you just take... One right off the floor. Take that it home. One. Take, take, take that, that one. brand new Trail 50, and you can just take it home leave yours here. And my dad told him no. <laughs> Apparently, it's really rare. I believe it. That's it's cool. all chrome. You the still block. Have it? Yeah, we still have it. That's awesome. I go and ride around every once in a while when I go home. You should send me some pictures. I, I, I assume you do. don't have any, but you should, see what you should I get do. some <laughs> someday. Well, who would have just a random picture on their phone? Oh, I thought, you're being, I thought you were being passive-aggressive. No, like no, no. He, you ask for pictures and he doesn't give them to you. No, not like that at all. <laughs> I'm not being a dick here. I'm pretty good about getting Robbie pictures when I talk about stuff. Yeah. But like, I assume he doesn't have a picture of a Trail 50 on his phone, was my assumption. That's fair. <laughs> you guys want to wrap this up? It's also yeah. the reason I have a morbid fear of bikes, so. Buell did that to me. Uh, so before we go, uh, next week, I think we're going to do a bit about future collector cars or collectible cars or yeah, cars. cars we think that we'll appreciate in X number of years. So if you have some feedback on that, you should hit us up on our social media, 1010s podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, 1010s podcast.com. What am I forgetting? Robbie at the number 1010s podcast on Twitter. Uh, Drive tribe, we're trying car throttle for once. We actually know what we're going to talk about next week. And we want to see if you guys, have any any suggestions or input before we even get there? So maybe if somebody has a few, we'll we'll throw out some listener responses. Yes, if we get some good, so I want to hear them from you. If we get some good ones, we'll talk about them on the show. Unless you steal one of mine, then screw you. You're getting no credit for it at all. <laughs> I think that's it. You got anything else, Robbie? Nah. Boom. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt. Tentenspodcast.com. Wrap this up. Bye. going to be those kind of day. What? Been just very gassy over here. Don't do that. <laughs> it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> don't don't do that to me on my birthday. <laughs>